Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We're starting a, a new series here at Wellspring. We're going to be diving in a little bit deeper into the sermon and different things going on. Um, but we're going to have conversations with Pastor Chuck, and hopefully we'll have some different guests and people to come. But we really just wanted to, to take a little bit of time, answer some questions that could come up from the sermon, any questions that you guys have as well. But thanks for joining us, Pastor Chuck. Um, this past Sunday, you were in the book of Acts talking about the story of Stephen. And when you think about Stephen and his story and his life, what is your main takeaway from that? Yeah, my, my, my main takeaway of Stephen really, I guess in, in short order, is uh, servant leader. Like he is, the, he is the definition of a servant leader. And so rather you're talking about business life, uh, or you're talking about church life, or even in your home, uh, there's leadership skills that have to be brought uh, to those places. Uh, but servant leadership, and what we see is that Stephen really brings great servant leader qualities uh, to the table. He was one of the first, uh, as we see in the book of Acts chapter 6, uh, the term diakonos, where we get deacon. Uh, deacon literally means servant, servant leader. Uh, and so he was one of those first. And so he was recognized by his peers as being a servant leader. Now, as, as we were looking into the story of Stephen and just the different trials and things uh, he was going through, one of the points you brought out was that there is uh, an aspect of, of fear that was going on, but specifically you talked about um, the fear of the Lord. Right. And uh, you mentioned Ecclesiastes, and it tells us there that we should have a fear of God. Could you just dive in a little bit and tell us more about what that means? Yeah, I think one of the essentials of us as men, women, uh, but of mankind is to have a healthy fear of the Lord. Uh, fear uh, is not this um, <laughs> I'm terrified, scared fear. Uh, it is a healthy respect of. Uh, and so, you know, like right now uh, in this world of the coronavirus, um, I don't think that the coronavirus should completely stop us from doing anything, but yet it is a real virus, and it really is sickening and killing people, and so we need to have a healthy fear of that, a respect of that, uh, and, and treat it as so. And I think that's what God is looking for out of us, is to have a healthy respect of who he is and the power that he possesses, but, but not be scared of him but have a healthy respect of him. I think that's, when you're talking about fear and a healthy fear, that's, that's, healthy, that's a healthy fear of the Lord. I got it. So talking about a healthy fear versus an unhealthy fear, especially like you were saying in today's climate, could you, could you describe some differences between what a healthy fear looks like, especially in the Christian life, versus what an unhealthy fear would look like? Yeah, and so to use Stephen as an example uh, of, of, of sort of the antiquities versus today, there was, Stephen was under persecution. Now, the coronavirus and some things that we're, we face today uh, in our American culture necessarily isn't uh, persecution, but, but Stephen was preaching the gospel, but there was a fear uh, that he would be murdered for that, and, and, and ultimately, uh, he did face martyrdom in the end, but but, but he feared the Lord more than he feared the circumstances that were around him. And so that fear of the Lord drove him to preach the gospel more than the fear of the circumstances of what could happen to him. And so today, 
there's, there's decisions that we need to make. There's things that we need to do, uh, like the coronavirus. Um, you know, and we always see the pendulum swinging to the extreme on one side or the other. There's some people that are living in such fear that they can't function, they can't do anything today because of the coronavirus. And then there's the, the other end of the, uh, of the pendulum swing where people have absolutely no fear, no respect of a coronavirus. Uh, and, and, and these people are going to cause damage to more people, but these people that are swinging more toward this fear that holds them back are going to do more damage to themselves. And so there's got to be a healthy respect, a healthy fear of what's taking place uh, we joke about this all the time, but uh, common sense probably isn't as common <laughs> as, it, as it needs to be. Um, but, but common sense just comes down to one thing, healthy respect, a healthy fear uh, of what's common, what's normal, what's not. Uh, and so we just have to be really careful, whether it's a, a decision about our children playing a sport or whether it's a decision about a job uh, that I should take or shouldn't take. Or should I, should I take a risk and, and, and take a promotion at my job or, or take this job or whatever that may be? There, there needs to be a healthy decision-making process and a healthy fear of what the outcomes could be, both positive and negative. Uh, but, but I think that, that it, it just comes down to, okay, God, what are you leading me to? And, okay, God, I know that you're in this. The circumstances around me may not look right. And that's what Stephen faced. But, but how do we continue to move on with life and still be obedient to God? Less concerned about the circumstances, but still understanding the circumstances that are around us. So you've talked about, especially in the corona era here, of people who have this fear and it's caused them to completely withdraw from society altogether, their, their hold up, and how that can cause harm to themselves. But when you think about the, the fear of the Lord, that doesn't mean we're withdrawing from God, right? Could you, right, could you dive right. in a little bit more it, there? But, but what it does mean is that we're withdrawing from the things of the world, and it's pushing us further to Christ. So, in, in other words, when we, when we fear things of the world, what it does is it pushes us out of the world and more into ourself. And so, but, but a healthy fear of the Lord is that, that I'm... I'm fearing less the circumstances that are around me, and it's driving me closer to the Lord. That's really good. I think that is where a lot of us can get caught up in the, the different definitions of mm -hmm. fear, but understanding that a, a fear of God, a healthy fear of God, actually is causing us to run towards God and embrace Him more is really powerful. I want to uh, jump back real quick into Stephen's story and when I was listening to the sermon, I was trying to picture, you know, myself in Stephen's shoes and what all could be going on. And I know you've you've done a lot of studying and going in there. If you were in Stephen's shoes, what are just some of the things that you could have easily been afraid of, but instead d didn't, like you ignored it, and that fear of the Lord really came and was powerfully shown? Yeah, so I've looked at it in a couple of different ways. Uh, you know, uh, we don't really see Stephen as a father we don't really see Stephen as a husband. We see Stephen as a servant of the Lord. And that's really how he's couched uh, in the Scripture. Uh, but, but so many of us are not uh, just single men, women, you know, ready to go and, and tackle the gospel. Uh, there's, there's other things that are attached to it. And so, so we have to be careful when we look at Scripture to not look at it in a vacuum uh, because we're not Stephen. Stephen. 
And so, so how do you put yourself <coughs> in the shoes, if you will, if this was me today, um, a, a middle-aged guy in middle Georgia with a wife and children and a job, uh, and, I'm a, and, and, and I'm in the same circumstance, how do I approach it? Uh, and so uh, we can look at Stephen and how he approached it, and we see that the way Stephen approached this was his fear of the Lord and his understanding and his love and his passion for what God had done in his life. He wanted others to know that and to understand that, but, but he, wanted to, he wanted them to see the passion of Christ in him. And so, so that drove him to preach the gospel. And in this driving to preach the gospel, to, to serve people, there was persecution that came along with that. But, but that's also what was happening in the world that day, was that Christians were being persecuted. So now, if, if we were to go somewhere else in the world where Christians were being persecuted, even we would act differently and do things differently. And so, so how do we... How do we have a healthy fear and respect for the Lord, be passionate about the gospel in the circumstances that we're in today? And so uh, I think for me, uh, the way that I answer that for me as a middle-aged guy in middle Georgia, married with children, uh, is there are people that are living in fear today, that are, that are being held back uh, that, that deal with stress and worry and anxiety. And, and so for me, it's how do, we, how do we meet the needs of where people are? How do we embed the gospel in that? But, but, but how do we function in the world? So many pastors literally withdraw to their studies and just want to preach. But I think that what we're called to is to be more like a Stephen and be in the front lines to be in the world, but not of the world, to, to, to deal with people, to be where people are, to meet them where they're at. Uh, and sometimes you face persecution in that sense for that. But, uh, but, I, but I think that for us today, uh, for those of us that are part of Wellspring Church, uh, our heart is to reach all of middle Georgia. And so how do we meet people where they're at? When we get back to life as what, what the new normal will look like, when we get back to that, uh, how do we how do we take the gospel now to the baseball field? How do we now take the gospel to um, uh, to our job? How do we sit down and have conversations with people about what God's doing in my life at the job? You may be made fun of, you may be criticized, you may be ridiculed. But if we go back to being like Stephen, if we're full of grace and full of the Spirit and allow God to lead us, that's really how I want to lead. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Near the end of your sermon, um, you started talking about how the love of God casts out fear, and you referenced First right. John. Right. Um, will you just dive a little bit more into that and how that can be really encouraging for us, especially in today's climate, but how the love of God can cast out that unhealthy fear that we have? Yeah, and so I, I, I feel like we operate out of whatever we consume, the most. And so whatever is filling us up is what's going to come out of us. Uh, and so I, I saw an illustration one time uh, with some ping pong balls uh, in a glass. Uh, but then once they started pouring water in, it started pushing the ping pong balls out uh, because the water now took the void, filled up the space. 
And so the, so the love of God, when, when we understand what he's done for us and the, how he's created us and the passions and, and the placement in time and where he's placed us at on earth and, and the families that we're in, when we understand the power of God and who he really is to us, and when we understand his love that he sent his son to die for us, when we begin to understand those things, the love of God, it, like the ping pong balls, it begins to push out fear. It begins to push everything else out. And so now we can do what God's called us to do and live the way God's called us to live because of his love for us, and it pushes everything else out. Now, what would you say to, to somebody who doesn't have a relationship with God and they're experiencing fear right now, especially, again, in today's climate, what is something that you would say to them um, about the love of God, how it casts out fear, about a healthy fear versus unhealthy fear? I think when we, when we really talk about fear to its nth degree, rather that's the fear of, you know, Halloween, somebody jumping out, scaring us, and we're, we're fearful of that, or the fear of, uh, when my kids take off and go off to college, <clears throat> and then uh, you know what, um, what what could happen to them uh, in a in a car wreck or something? It's at the end of the day, fear comes from death, like the coronavirus is real, and it could kill us, and so so we're. We're fearful. We have a, a healthy and an unhealthy fear of the coronavirus because ultimately it can lead to death. And so when we, when we have fear that strickens us, that holds us back, it really is because we fear death. But when we understand the love of God, we also understand that every human that's ever lived dies. We all die. And so in the end, death is coming. And so how do we have a healthy relationship with this thing called death? And when we understand that, that God has created an eternity for us, and so when we're a child of his, when we, when we have a healthy respect of him, we say, God, I want to live the way that you've created me to live, and God, I want to live for you, it now changes my perspective of fear. Because just like Stephen, I don't think he enjoyed the circumstances that were around him. But, but it's one of the most beautiful passages of Scripture is that we see Jesus standing at the right hand of, Steve, uh, of the Father, staring down at Stephen, almost as if he's giving Stephen a standing ovation for standing up for the gospel, for preaching the gospel, for telling people that God loves them, for telling people that, that God God cares for them and wants what's best for them. Even though that led Stephen to death, it was pleasing to God. And so when we, when we are fearful right now and without God, I really think it's God's way of saying to us, I've got something better for you. I've got something else for you to give your focus to. And trust me, we're all going to die. But, but how that happens and when that happens, and the process that leads up to that, we have a different perspective when we've given our life to Christ. Absolutely. 
just to, to summarize that a little bit, but knowing for sure that we have an eternity with Jesus after death really does erase that fear it of does. death itself. It does. So that's all the questions that we have um, for this week. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Um, we're going to be doing this uh, every week from now on. So what we would like you to do is to submit some questions. So as you're listening to the sermon and uh, just being with us throughout the week, if you'll, uh, you can write it down and, and mail it in. You can email us. Uh, you can go to wellspringchurch.life and fill out a contact card there and just say, hey, I have a question for uh, Pastor Chuck and I would love him to answer it. We'll, we'll get to those. We'll uh, compile them all and go through them. Also, um, if you want to know more about Jesus and how he can save you from that fear of death, if, uh, if you prayed to accept him right now, we would love to know about that. Please tell us. If you have any questions at all about that, again, go to wellspringchurch.life, contact us, call us, mail us, do whatever um, you can to get a hold of us. We would love to talk to you more about the gospel and about Jesus and his love for you. And finally, if you enjoy what we're doing here, uh, we want to do some more. If you are a part of Wellspring Church or have heard of us or are interested in us at all, and you would like to give to help out our ministry here, um, it's super easy. All you have to do is text 77977, and then where, the, uh, where you actually text in, you put Wellspring GA. So again, that's Wellspring GA to 77977. Um, we would love anything that you guys could uh, give just to help us as we continue our ministry here. Please join us in that. Um, and more importantly, please pray as we are going through these uncertain times right now and people are going through uncertain times. But we know the most important thing is that we get the gospel out to as many people as possible. And so that's going to happen here at Wellspring Church. We invite you to be a part of us. We are excited to see you. We have drive-in services uh, Sunday mornings. Um, until we can meet back in person. So please come out at 1101 Dunbar Road. We would love to see you there. Um, in the meantime, again, you can contact us at wellspringchurch.life. And uh, we'll be back here next week with Pastor Chuck answering your guys' questions and anything else going.